Hello, everyone, and welcome back to episode four of Generational. I'm your host, Dylan, and I'm really excited for this episode because I have a very special guest. Hi, guys. I'm super excited. Um, My name is Ariana. You see how excited I am, and I'm also very nervous. But yeah, thank you so much for having me. No problem at all. So I give a little context of who the person I'm talking to today. So me and Ariana met, honestly, like, I feel like we've, we had classes throughout high school, but never really had a, like any sort of relationship until senior year. Cause we worked For in the really? office together, but it was like, honestly, yeah. one of like the fastest, like clicks. I feel like. I know. I like, I feel like we just like understood each other at a certain level. Like we didn't have to speak much for us to like you know yeah like get along which I absolutely adored oh my god we literally and I and and it's funny because we literally bonded because me and Ariana tried to take calculus BC for senior year and that class was so hard that they offered like if you wanted to drop out like you could you could do it in the beginning of the year and that's exactly what um, I did yeah and long story short I did not so um I saw I knew that Ariana was in my class and then when I found out that she I think you transferred into my my like to work in the office in my same class I did Um, because like when I switched out of um calc like all of my classes changed yeah that's what it was. I didn't just switch out of calc I switched out of like a couple other classes too so then I ended up switching into your period of office aid, which ended up being the best thing that p- could have possibly happened. No, literally, we made a great friendship out we of got that. Close. I know, but and it was like kind of this thing because I was like, I kept telling you like how stressful calc was, and you were like, ah, oh, like glad I left, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So we like bonded yeah, no. on that originally, and then just clicked, like you said. So mm-hmm. with that being said, let's move on. Um, today's topic, guys, before we, before I say it, we're going to do the, the traditional drum roll. So I'm going to ask you to do a drum roll. (laughs) Oh my God. Okay. I don't think I've actually had a successful drum roll yet. (laughs) I hope that one ended up being okay. Wait, did you do it? I did. Okay. So it was (laughs) not okay. Okay. (laughs) Um, damn. You could beatbox it. I don't think you want me to beatbox. Okay, okay. <laughs> we'll just we'll just skip that one for now. For, for so, with that being said, guys, today's episode for episode four of Generational, our topic today is waiting. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, Very broad, but yes. But we're excited to put it under a microscope and honestly just go in. So, sure. regular waiting. I want to talk mm-hmm. about waiting in line, waiting for things, waiting, you know, waiting in line. What is your take? Like, let's say, let's like put ourselves in a situation like amusement mm-hmm. parks. What's as your opinion? You started, as soon as you started talking about just waiting in general, like as like an everyday thing, the first thing that came to my head was like going to the fair when we were super young and like being so like ecstatic and so like anxious and nervous but in like the best way possible to get on those rides and you know those lines did not come to play like those lines no, literally were, like, but, like after a while like 
like the moment that you kind of get close to the gate to go onto the ride, like all of your emotions kind of just, I don't know. It's like anxious, excited, happy, nervous. Like it's so many different things, but at the end you get like, what, a minute of like- No, literally, you know? that's funny. And yeah, literally, you're literally like, like having cool. like three different panic attacks waiting for a ride and then it's like over literally. in less than two minutes. Literally. What's your take on, like, lines, though? Like, are you really patient when it comes to long lines? No, I'm not. Me neither, honestly. Like, let's just be so for real. Like, I think I went, when I I went to Disney, like, kind of close to when, like, the Avatar section thing opened. Mm -hmm. And I think I waited for, like, almost five hours in line. Yeah, no, it couldn't be me. Like, never again. Like, I can't, like, I don't even know. Like, sometimes it's such a struggle to even wait 30 minutes, like, at a Starbucks. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. No, you're better than me because when I went, because I wanted to go into, like, the Pandora exhibit over there. Yeah. And I was with my friend at the time. And I literally told her, I am not waiting in this because the line, I could see the line, like, from, literally. like, when you first enter. And I was like, definitely not that's not gonna happen I'd rather go somewhere else where the lines are shorter and I can have still have fun it's fine I'll go back another time to go see Pandora when it's not so hype but I don't know it's like I'm not a patient person I guess yeah <laughs> I, I mean but honestly I feel like in general I'm not really patient either but like you literally have to be a different breed to have a patience to wait in a line for a two-minute ride like I don't know like you have to either just be like down bad to like experience that right i don't know that's I literally just... why i get fast passes every single yeah. time that i go because i just like the idea of like waiting that long it just does not sit right with me i can't like i feel like i'm gonna like lose my mind literally and then like like you said before then you're like also having like if it's like your first time going on a roller coaster or if it's like a new ride that's like kind of scary or whatever then you have like the emotions and you're like exactly literally, like mentally throwing up the entire time or like it's psyching like, oh yourself God, what's out what's gonna happen and then like we said it's literally gonna last like less than two minutes and yeah. it's like we waited all that time for a minute and 30 seconds of fun but no literally that's know, why I... like when people ask me like this is kind of off topic already but um like talking about like things like skydiving or things like that like I feel like my answer whenever someone asked me if I would do it it's like I would do it but you cannot even give me a minute to think about it exactly you know it's like, like those emotions I like I would like you know it messes yeah. me up no literally if I had time to actually process it I would not I would not even consider doing it exactly. but like I low-key like I guess the back of my head, I'm like, I, but I would want to, but I like, I know I can't think about it. Like, I do just have to like push me off that cliff, you know? Literally. Like, and I, honestly, quite literally. I don't know. I just, but at the same time, like I say that I like hate the anticipation, but I also love it. Cause it's like, really? that's kind of what builds the experience for me a little bit. Cause it's like, oh my God, like I see, like, let's take the, you know, like the amusement park, um, park example. Like, you see all the people on the ride, you hear them screaming, and you're in the line, you're like, oh my god, like, what am, how am I gonna be? And then, you know, like, you start thinking about how the ride could go, like, 
that takes you into a completely different territory right there like that's I like yes but i feel like that kind of builds it's like you know it's like oh my god what's gonna happen like i'm excited but like i'm nervous i guess i, I feel like you're like that if you're like roller coasters and stuff like oh I yeah don't. well i do love roller coasters so for so me I mean... it's like and plus i'm an overthinker so for me like the longer i'm in line the, the more likely i'm just gonna psych myself mm-hmm. out like to be real i get it but i don't know something about it kind of just like excites me like <laughs> being able to like not really like like not knowing i guess you could say like not knowing it's like i want to know like what is gonna happen I need to know I need to be in the driver's seat and I need to know but also I don't even know there's just so much there's so much yeah honestly this could this could be an entire episode on amusement parks but it could be to move on and I feel like when we were talking about impatience though I Mm -hmm. also instantly was like thinking about like waiting for food like mm-hmm. ordering food or like mm-hmm. at a restaurant or like for what's your sure. take on that I feel like well I'll give my opinion first for food delivery first of all delivery is so expensive on these apps like unless you yes, like, you have like a premium thing literally it's like ten dollars like extra in fees and delivery yeah no I but so thanks inflation <laughs> if it's too far from my house or wherever i'm at i'm going to order yeah. it i'm going to deliver it or like, on uber eats better. now they like i guess like a driver can like carpool pick up food or something yeah. so it'll like tell you on the map where it's like oh there's two stops ahead of you i'm like what yeah i noticed that i do not <laughs> mess with that i don't i don't like it because i don't know i'd be patiently like waiting and then it feels like i'm never going to get my food and that actually no. happened to me today too because my dad he ordered us some food um from this really good restaurant that we always go to it's like um thai food and japanese food and it's not too far from the house but i guess like the delivery driver had somewhere else to go um as well like another stop from like the same restaurant and when i tell you it took absolutely forever like i like i we were all confused for a second we were like is this guy ever gonna come i swear to you it took us like an hour to get the food from when no he like way. yeah like a whole hour i was like there's no way right now i mean the food was good but like yeah that's what i was gonna talk about too they're like not to literally just contradict like what we were talking about but like low-key like if the food is good enough like i'll wait <laughs> you know <laughs> that's why i wasn't too too mad about it because like when i ate the food i was like this was the like, best was decision like, you yeah, ever made it was worth it you know but at the time yeah, if i'm ordering taco bell or if i'm ordering fast food and you're taking 45 minutes to be delivered to me like you know <laughs> no because at that point i would go hop in the car and go get it myself literally but yeah, if the food is, and so is that your thing? Like, do you think, like, what kind of food are you willing to wait for? Ooh, oh man. Okay. This there... is also kind of off topic. Oh my God. You're getting you're me like, about... like super excited just thinking about it. Okay. So there's this place 
um it's pancho factory you know it oh, right? okay i've heard of it yeah okay when i tell you that food is gas it's gas like i i would wait i would wait really for, like however long that i need it like i would wait or what's another place um oh there's this place um like by the place um the restaurant where i work it's called sweet green i think i told you about it okay i've heard of it it's yeah, like yeah, a solid yeah. place yeah I don't know. they had like bowls too and i always get mine with wild rice and sweet potatoes and stuff but oh my gosh like i would wait for that like i would wait as long as i need to for that for me i mean it's too good no for me i guess and this is for you know my orlando people well actually they have they kind of have i feel like on the east coast for some reason there's none in south florida but um literally my go-to if you're coming up and like we're gonna meet and that mm-hmm. this is i take everyone to this restaurant because it's just like like my guilty pleasure mm-hmm. um for anyone who's in orlando or if you if you search it up on google maps or whatever it's a place called hawkers and it's like asian street food oh that sounds like, everything is so good like i'm getting so hungry good. right now like, thinking about it and that's oh like God, it's literally like orlando soon i have to no literally i'll take you because that food oh my god and f- like to to get it delivered it takes like an hour and a half at least like for me but it's like worth the wait that's oh my god sounds worth it oh my gosh that sounds so good i'm literally coming to orlando in like a week so oh my god yeah you let me know you need to be ready because i'm ready yes we'll go to lunch together but this oh is so god. off topic so <laughs> so i think okay let's go let's dive a little bit deeper into waiting okay. um let's talk about like maybe like waiting for like change or maybe like waiting for opportunities in life oh, i feel like that's honestly mm-hmm. kind of popular but also kind of mm-hmm. not in gen z i don't know i feel like it's something if- that gen z tries to like avoid like it's not something that like can be easily like spoken about I guess to some people like for example like with me like waiting for something better or waiting for a bigger opportunity like like I said I'm very impatient like even like talking about like waiting in the line like for the ride I get impatient you know so like waiting for something better for myself you know, even though I'm the one that's supposed to be taking charge and making sure that that happens, like the idea of like having to wait for a certain goal, that kills me. You know, it's like, I don't know. And I think maybe that's why we even clicked before because I feel like both of us are like a little bit more like go-getters or like self-starters. So like, I I definitely can relate to you. No, same, like, you know, Mm-hmm. I really am like if I want something and I guess that's a Capricorn in me but mm-hmm. like for example like internship wise like people like are like looking at internship fairs that they're doing at my college or all mm-hmm. that stuff meanwhile like I'm every day on LinkedIn looking at the newest like internship things that like offers that are coming out and I'm applying for them because like I really want one so I'm like Mm -hmm. in my mind I'm like already manifesting I'm gonna get it you know so it's 
definitely I'm I'm much more of a chaser for opportunities but I do know people who like are waiting or like more like to wait and I don't know if it's not an anxiety thing but like some sort of like apprehension yeah um because I feel like I do feel like and not to like throw shade or anything but it's not really talked about enough or like not educated enough on like you know I I did the business academy in high school so I I got to learn kind of how that hands-on experience about like mm-hmm. doing your resume and like interviews and you know how your appearance matters how you talk mm-hmm. public speaking all those things so I kind of got like a little bit of mentorship in those kind mm-hmm. of areas but I feel like that's just something that everyone can benefit from yeah so I guess that sure. definitely like helped me be more of a you know mm-hmm. go-getter and that's why maybe people are very apprehensive because it's mm-hmm. a lot you know to to reach out to companies and like send yeah, perfectly crafted emails yeah and building a resume easy to do like you know like having like the courage to you know like go to somebody and like grab what you want you know it's not something that can be easily done so Definitely. for me like yes i try my best to be that go-getter that I envisioned for myself but at the same time I have to push myself to do it because I like taking the easy route sometimes and same yeah that means I feel like, like you can all relate back to that. And just watching then sometimes I like I'm guilty of doing that and it sucks but you know at least I'm able to like see and recognize that and that's what I'm doing and trying to change it for the better you know Absolutely. I'm trying to go into nursing and one of the main things that I've been doing on um, like aside from my job as a bartender, I I'm trying to get my CNA license so I can go and work in the hospital and get that like, you know, like patient um experience, like that really hands-on experience, because that can help me tremendously as a nurse. Like you already had like the, you know, like the experience in the hospital now it's just applying all the concepts that I learn in school to what I you know I'm going to know as a CNA and I don't know it's like as I'm trying to like get my per- myself prepared for the CNA um exam I'm thinking about like what I'm going to do like like as a nurse how am I going to um like what specialty am I going to get into like what am I going to do once I become a nurse? I'm thinking of all of these things that yeah. are so far ahead because I'm so impatient and I can't just like write it out and see how things play out in itself. I, yeah. I'm so impatient with it because I'm always thinking like one step ahead and it kills yeah, me. Yeah, I guess same too. Like, yeah, sometimes. Yeah. And that honestly like adds more stress. That's like a whole other thing. Like when you're a very like future oriented person and you're, constantly thinking about like what's next or you know mm-hmm. am I doing enough for the future that can be really stressful so I think that's definitely a big issue with Gen mm-hmm. Z because there's so much I feel like we're pressured to for do sure. or to or to work towards there's a lot so, of pressure on Gen Z because of all the stuff that, you know, like past generations have experienced and what we're supposed to do to better from that. And like how we're supposed to, you know, like proceed and change um for the future. Like there's so much pressure that Gen Z has ju- with just that alone. 
so like it's like kind of like our responsibility to do better and like because we are the future literally that's as corny as it sounds like that's yeah. exactly what it is so we have that you know like that weight on our sh- shoulders to do what like what we think people are expecting of us and I feel like it sucks but it's also like I don't know how to explain it it's just something that like I feel like we collectively can all kind of like agree on like that's just how we feel yeah but- I, yeah I that's like the one thing I feel like Gen Z is a really connected generation and that's you know because of technology because of yeah. you know social what we've media. all lived through social media yeah definitely so yeah I think in general like I said like that is one big stress and yeah. you know not only the stress like you said of like solving problems that maybe other generations couldn't fix or, or caused mm-hmm. even um but it is like you know surviving <laughs> um yeah which honestly in this time is like seems almost impossible like mm-hmm. and that's honestly like I don't even want to get into the economic conversation of that oh God. but <laughs> um and we're honestly really off topic so sorry about that tangent but <laughs> when it comes to waiting for opportunities yeah I feel like like I was saying and how we how we got off on the tangent was um mm-hmm. that maybe you know Gen Z feels like apprehensive because it is intimidating that's the right word um it is intimidating to start that whole process and like even like like recently my dad switched jobs and I literally Mm -hmm. was the one that wrote like rewrote his resume because it was like 20 years old and not updated so it's like Mm -hmm. I'm glad and really really grateful that I had like an education and and was taught Mm -hmm. how to build my resume how to build a cover letter how to communicate Mm -hmm. with companies how to just do all that professional stuff Mm -hmm. which like I said already was helped me you know not wait for opportunities but um yeah I feel like I've been saying the same thing kind of over and over but I feel like like, yeah maybe people wait for opportunities just because it's intimidating and just to be really real yeah yeah I think so too because I I find myself doing that too like I I could have had my CNA um license a while ago but I guess I'm just like very nervous because everything is just so brand new you know so it's like I'm also thinking about the future and it is a waiting game also but it's like I don't know it's kind of it's like weird because I'm trying my hardest to like get to that goal but because of you know like I'm just graduating from high school like I'm now in the adult world like everything is like it's not a game anymore yeah you know it's like I have to do things for myself and I have to be able to go and reach that goal because nobody else is gonna do it for me you know like there is no time to wait in a sense like you have to just if that's what you want you have to go get it you have to like grab it and run with it you know but there's also some things that are like you know like they're worth waiting for in a sense you have to work towards your your ultimate goal so I like try to make smaller goals for myself so that you know like they're more like attainable in a sense 
for sure it's honestly like you were saying like it's a really weird thing because it sucks you know that we have to stress ourselves out and work as hard as we do for opportunities and and I guess that's maybe the laziness in me that's like why don't they just fall from the sky or something Mm. um but um yeah it is like you know you have to make sacrifices and you have to Mm. you know put in what you want to get out kind of thing it's all Mm. like almost like this equation um and if I'm going to be really real, sometimes that means even sacrificing your your mental health or, you know, your sanity yeah. um, and going through the stress just to come out the other side and hopefully end up with opportunities mm-hmm. or end up with circumstances that are a little bit better. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's my little hot take, I guess. And sorry if that's yeah. uh, not everyone agrees on that, but I feel like that's just the reality like that we live in. in. Yeah, life in general, it's kind of just like it's mixed with both like, you know, like persistence and being able to be patient. Yeah, you know, it like is. You have honestly. to be able to balance both because like I was saying before, there are the, you know, like there's some things that are like worth waiting for. Yeah. So, you know, like you work towards it and you're patient with it. And then eventually you reach that outcome that you've been waiting for for so long. But then there's some things that you just have to grab it and go. Like, there's no point in waiting because the longer that you wait is the less time that you're going to have to attain what you want. Yeah. It's it's so you weird. You literally like, hit the nail on the head. Like, what you just said was so inspiring. I'm going to literally yeah, like, put it on Pinterest. Is, you have to be able to, like, balance everything. It's not yeah, it is. about waiting. It's about balancing everything. Life is just, it's it's funny. It's weird. It's bizarre. It's like yep. literally like the weirdest phenomenon you can think of. Like there's like imagine out of all things like we like I know this is very off topic, but like we are humans like living on this <laughs> earth. Like we have like as corny as it sounds, we all have a purpose. Like even if you may think that you don't like like we could have been born like anything like it sounds really dumb I know but like like I feel like we've been given such a like a gift of being able to live and do all of these things and live in a time where a lot of things are way more attainable than it was like in past yeah, years in past generations that it's like why wait but also be patient like yeah it's it really is a balance you really said it perfectly because you know Mm -hmm. there's just so much it's it's a really it's a broad but a very like heavy topic I think and I feel like people Gen Z in particular should really be able to be comfortable with having that balance because like we've said before we all have kind of like this weight on our shoulders to be better and to provide better for the future that is like we're forgetting about the whole point of us being here we're supposed to do something and turn like our goals into reality and yeah, we can't absolutely. do that unless you know like we are able to balance the persistence and patience 
Wow, you are literally like a philosopher. <laughs> okay, I Aristotle. School. Oh my god. Like, um, and yeah. like I guess to give my personal thing on that, I feel like man, and I I've been thinking about it since you've been speaking. I forgot what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh my god, what am I? I was forgetting. It'll somebody. come to you. Don't worry. Okay, keep going. Maybe it'll come back to me. <laughs> Like, um, I don't know. I, there's, I say I don't know a lot because there's a lot, obviously, that we don't know. Like, duh, that's kind of like a given. But like I was saying, similar to like the amusement park kind of analogy, like there's like an excitement in the unknown, like being able to build up to the goals that we have, you know? So let's take my nursing thing for as an example like I have no idea like what type of specialty I'm going into I have no idea about any of that but the idea that one day I could be like bro I could be like the best nurse like out there people could be like wanting to have me as their nurse yeah that's I just remember what I was gonna say okay (laughs) um I think when it came to like the persistence and patience thing that you said and and you were talking about like having a purpose and all that stuff which you know I feel like is just a great reminder to always carry with you and even Mm -hmm. if you don't feel like you found it that just means like you know you just have to keep looking and not everyone's gonna be you know Mm -hmm. like my brother has always known he was gonna be an engineer since he was really little and I kind of am still navigating what I want my career to be Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I, I, at the end of the day, I guess I'm finding purpose in, in what I'm passionate about. Exactly. And that's what I was going to, I was going to talk about is kind of like, I guess my one, like I, fi- I'm stressed about a lot, but the one thing I'm stressed about is having regrets, which I guess pushes me mm-hmm. to, you know, do and fulfill, to fulfill myself and pursue what I'm passionate about. Like this podcast, mm-hmm. like, you know, the little, Absolutely. the little things that I, I hope to you know grow and Mm -hmm. make a career hopefully um but yeah it is kind of that balance like you said and really just try to live life with no regrets and pursue your passions like like that also is going to be probably an entire other episode Mm -hmm. but um I guess at the end of the day like there's really no point in holding on to that regret even if you may feel it there's really no point because life is so short like you see like every day on the news something else is happening it is like you said like life is short which is why like I said I guess try to like you shouldn't hold on to regrets but I think life should be about not having them you know like I Mm -hmm. that's why I'm saying like you know like take risks and and yeah, take risk and you know, like learn from the mistakes that you make because that yeah. just helps you even like further like progressing as a person, progressing as whatever you want to be. You know, like it helps you like to really understand what you can do better to be the best person you can possibly be for yourself. Absolutely, you know? so, I think you I said know, that perfectly, a- and honestly, <laughs> a great way to kind of roll into the outro and uh, close off the episode so with that being said thank you so so much um for being on this episode and honestly like 
this turned out to be such a great conversation and I yeah, me and Ariana were speaking before I and I was like kind of nervous on this topic I was like is it too broad or whatever but honestly like we did amazing too. like go us <laughs> I was um, definitely nervous I didn't know like what angle necessarily like because you know it's one thing to say like what we're you know like have an, like an idea of what we're going to talk about but it's a whole other thing when you're actually talking about it yeah and trying to articulate like, like what we feel like, and all those things yeah, yeah. I feel like it worked out in like the best way possible. Yeah, I'm and super happy. Like, so go I'm us. Learning, yeah, I'm learning more about you. I'm learning more about myself. And I'm learning more about like what I could do for the future. Like for myself. Mm, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I feel honestly yeah, no, the same. Awesome. Like this podcast has been such a amazing experience for me. So Absolutely. with that being said, thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. And if you've made it this far, thank you so much once again for listening to episode four of generational um once again thank you ariana oh my god why do i keep saying once again <laughs> i'm sorry um okay, we thank had, you like, ariana for being on this podcast if you want to no, thank you say any little message to the world yeah so don't wait but be patient i feel like that's like the best okay. the okay. best thing that i, I could you. possibly say well, perfect. I think you put it perfectly. So I'm not going to say once again, but once again, <laughs> um, thank you again for tuning in to episode four of Generational. And we really hope to see you next week. Also, fi- follow 99 cents on Instagram. So sorry for the for plug. Sure, but do it. Go do it yes, right now. Right now. Okay. Well, we'll s- talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>